The load asks, what do you think of the people who ship you with Jonathan? The colloquialism ship is not a verb I employ outside of the package delivery system, but since I only feign ignorance when it amuses me, let's speculate. One side is sadistic, self-absorbed, unwilling to compromise, and that's just me. What kind of pathetic standards do you believe I have that I would subject myself to the ministrations of a mad scientist in order to have some kind of companionship? Wait. Nope. I've got it. It's a game, isn't it? A game called How Low Can Edward Go? A psychological limbo contest where you can track the progress of my deteriorating mental state by how close to the Earth's core my standards can dip. What do I think of these people? I don't. Anonymous asks, Hello. I know you're not the Mad Hatter, but a smart mind like yours should be able to confirm why is a raven like a writing desk? And Anonymous asks, So, Edward, how is a raven like a writing desk? And Anonymous asks, Yo, Mr. Riddler, how is a raven like a writing desk? Love a big fan. Anonymous asks, Why is a raven? Everybody's asking, Why is a raven like a writing desk? How about you ask Jervis Tetch this sometime? He can give you the verbal runaround like Carol did, though Tetch's mutterings owe more to paranoid schizophrenia than Carol's Alice in Wonderland syndrome. Every riddle has an answer. And this one does not. It's not a riddle. It's a nonsensical question created to be without an answer that no one, not even Carol himself, has been able to adequately provide a satisfactory response is a testament, I suppose, to the author's ability to create absolute gibberish. That's all you're getting out of me because I am completely sick to death of being presented with this question and would be happy to never hear it again. That was random, 87 asks. Have you ever sent a riddle to Batman in the medium of interpretive dance? Oh, good lord. This is not even worthy of the brain power required to formulate a scathing response. Just go play in traffic or something. Anonymous asks, You're adorable. <laughs> oh, you betcha. Elkian asks, you sure seem to have a lot of fans. Do you approve of this, or does it strike you more as annoying? Also, your voice is both terrifying and awesome. Perfect for this. I've long learned to temper any enthusiasm with the knowledge that fan is short for fanatic. Arm's length is required for any kind of interaction for il ne faut pas toucher aux idoles, etc., etc., on one hand, and not wanting to get their crazy on me on the other. The irony is obvious, yes, well done. Any type of fan will always get a critical eye from me, because obsession should never be taken as authentic. They'll worship you one moment, tear you to shreds the next, almost as if they were waiting for you to reveal a critical flaw that only they could exploit. There's not to be done but waited out. Telling people not to obsess only adds gasoline to the fire, so I'll just continue to go about my business until you inevitably move on to the next shiny thing. How about you hurry up with that? I don't have all day. The load asks, Cancer? Leo, 
Next. Anonymous asks, I admire you, Riddler, but I don't admire your hench girls. Instead of wasting your time on those bimbos, you spend some time with someone intelligent, someone who admired you before you became the famous Riddler. <laughs> Never play poker. You have way too many tells. But in response, I'm afraid that's impossible, since I don't know anyone intelligent from before I became the Riddler. However, if I wanted to spend more time with people who admired me, I'd hang out here more often, though I fear even I could tire of sycophancy eventually. Bottom line is, I don't hire bimbos because I have no use for incompetence. As for my time, it's best spent as it is now. By myself. Knack for Knaves asks, Do you have any thoughts on the GOP candidates for the 2012 election? And Sparta Dog asks, What are your thoughts on Rick Santorum? I don't bother with politics. It has little impact on my life. One character gets voted in, messes things around, and then it all gets undone again when the public gets sick of them and forgets how much they hated the last one. And so on and so forth. It's dull and predictable. It'd take the likes of, I don't know, Lex Luthor being voted into office to get my attention. <laughs> Good lord, could you imagine? Anonymous asks, who the hell is Enigma? Is she really your daughter? Where the hell did she even come from? I mean, who's the mother then if she is your kid? Or how did you meet Enigma if she isn't? I don't need the birds and the bees talk. First, no idea. Second, no. Third, one assumes a vagina, or a womb at least. Fourth, I've never met this person, or her mother. And fifth, good for you. That it? We done? Empire Grotesque asks, we never got a chance to actually see you when you discovered you had cancer, nor much after. We only learned that you had cancer when it was no longer a problem. So, what was the entire experience like? From the discovery to the eventual cure? <laughs> cancer? I hardly know her! <laughs> but seriously, folks, I think you've been reading too many comic books. I fear with so many brilliant thoughts and machinations housed in my beautiful brain, there would simply be no room for a tumor to grow. And even if there were, it could never afford the rent. <laughs>